You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Dearly departed, dearly beloved, we are gathered here Uh-oh. to thankfully to thankfully say goodbye, wish Mm-mm. goodbye, the death, the time in life and celebrate Amen. the years we dealt with the Miami turnover chain. Oh, it is finally gone. I was. I, did I worry you? Cue the bagpipes. So, bagpipes. No, we'll have. We'll we'll get we'll get the bagpipes in for production. This is great news, trainer. This is great news. Yes. Hope, hoping we if 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 it matters. In that Miami's still in the ACC next year. I guess, it, I mean, who knows these days. But, yeah, I'm glad to see the turnover chain is finally gone. I'm just so tired. Rest in peace. I mean, I uh, Van Dyke's going to have him going down there in Miami this year. That says everybody. But we'll see. They are Miami. Um, this was actually my good news of the week. So, I like it to – Oh, that, sorry. If the turnover chain falls, it's the big domino, right? And then somewhere – in like Las Vegas where they have a slot machine that goes round and around like a fake slot machine in the end zone. And it shows like jackpot every time they do something good. You know what I'm talking about? Can you visualize what I'm saying here? So a slot machine let, that let shows, me, let me, um, okay. let me, yeah. let me get you down. That was the little domino. The slot machine is the little domino, the okay. big domino, the turnover chain started it all. Dead. And then the Georgia, Georgia has the spiked, Shoulder oh, pads, spiked right? shoulder pads. Yeah, Alabama's mm-hmm. got the belt, and those dominoes start to fall, and then whatever else is out there, like the turnover hammer or two by four, Mister Sacco or whomever is out there. Then we get rid of the Las Vegas slot machine gimmick that was in the end of their end zone, and players pulled a gigantic clownish sized lever, and the things would roll. So, and then it would always hit jackpot, and it, like smoke would come out of it. Are we talking about the the Las Vegas Raiders who nobody respects? U, are we UNLV. Oh, I missed this. How much UNLV football? Oh, you watch BYU games. That's right. No, I was like, how I much Pac twelve after dark, bro? How much? They're not even in the Pac twelve. Well, I guess so, they might be soon. Wait, they might uh, be soon. What are they? Mountain West? They're in. They're yeah, in yeah, our, I think they're Mountain they're West. Our, they're in our sphere. They are in your time zone still. That's right. Thank you, sphere. It's been it's been months since I lived in the Mountain West. Um, yeah, I mean, I I understand. I'm glad you could pull that. I completely had forgotten about UNLV joining the party <laughs> with the gimmicks of the schools of Miami, Alabama, Georgia, and UNLV. <laughs> well, no, there's, I wasn't saying there's plenty. History. UNLV, UNLV no, 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 is I like a small it. I like domino. It. Yes. Turnover chain, big domino. I'm sure every falls yeah. down. Did Virginia have one? Did they do bow ties or something? They smashed the rock with a sledgehammer after every win. That oh. was a gimmick. You don't remember that? That's right. That's that was right. under was the that Mendenhall the regime. Chain? Are no. we just not fun because we don't like the turnover chain, or was the turnover chain lame and we're not cynical? No, 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 no. The turnover chain and the gimmicks have lame. just run their course. Okay, cool. They've gotcha. just run their course. They can change because when the turnover chain first came out, it was electric. You were like, that is so dope. And it was kind of player oriented, you know, some a player had it, or I don't I forgot how it started. 
Yeah. But then it got a life of its own. It ran its course, and, and it's just time for it to die. It's good that Miami did it now and was like, hey, by the way, we're not pulling out this gimmick anymore. And people are like, okay, yeah. no, there's no uproar about it. It ran its course. It did its thing. It's time to die. Time to get buried. It's uh, yeah, to give to peel the curtain back pre-production meeting. We were talking about Entourage. Not too, not too different from the show Entourage. Just it got old. It just wasn't fun anymore. It was stale. Yeah, and they would like whip Vinny. it out when Is they Vinny were Is Vinny going to take the movie? Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. It's season 12. <laughs> um, exactly. But, um, yeah, they would pull it out when they were down like 30 points and they were 500 for a couple of years. And you're like, you can't. That's end- where I got sick of it. Yeah, yeah, you end up on the Scott Van Pelt show at night and you're like, dude, you're, you're a clown. For all the wrong reasons. Yeah, they're playing. I remember this. They're playing UVA. They were barely 500. And they were pulling out the turnover chain, and I was just like, I hate this thing already. Last game ever played in the Orange Bowl? That's probably what I'm thinking of. UVA beat Miami in the, at Hard Rock Stadium or whatever it was. I think it was still Hard Rock Stadium. It might have been just the well, Orange belated, Bowl. A belated uh, RIP to beat the by Orange like 40. Bowl. 40. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Take that, Miami fans. <laughs> Take that, 2014 Miami fans. Yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't rewrite history. Just saying. Descend. Yeah. Last game of the Orange Bowl, UVA came out the victors. Um, well, I guess if a if a turnover chain falls in the woods, somebody hears it fall, right? I think so. Yeah. Is this a is this a riddle? <laughs> um. <laughs> no. All right. Let's let's get to our huddle pack show mid late July. We're really digging deep here, sports mm. fans. We are mm. we're getting the news, the stripping of its, getting it to its like a, raw form. Stripping like it down. A speedy runner rounding into second base at the All-Star game. We're digging deep. Yeah, wait. The All-Star game happened, and I didn't yeah, see Yeah, you watched one. it. Oh, don't play. Dumb. I didn't you even watched. see one home run. I didn't even see the result. I saw one person in a uniform I didn't recognize. And I was like, hmm. what New York Yankees-style uniform is that? That's atrocious. Oh, and they what about were doing, um, yeah, they were doing like suit. I don't know. It was in L.A., I don't know what they were going for. It was like they looked very, like, shiny. military, militaristic. Yeah, they looked shiny. I saw like shiny oh, gold okay. and shiny black, but like dulled out like Batman suit or something. Yeah, it looked Batman-y. That's a good. Yeah, it did look a little Batman. Like, I could say Batman what? to anything, and you would probably somehow link it together. <laughs> I could. I could equate it. Yeah, it kind of looked like Bruce Wayne's pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> what he wears under his Rick Ross's pajamas. DJ Collins pajamas. pajamas. Yeah, his Under Armour pajamas. He wears under his bat suit. Pajamas. Um, I. What were we talking about before you got me sidetracked? We were talking about part? gimmicks and stopping our gimmicks and getting on with the huddle. Okay. All right. The huddle is the good news <laughs> of the week. The critical number of the week, which I realize now that I forgot to fill in. Uh-oh. Something you were stuck on your quote slash question of the week. Your goat of the week. I have a pretty good goat. SEC Media Days just happened. That's a little teaser. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll start with you. Oh, by the way, Bison scoring, Bison goring update. All is quiet. Oh. All is quiet in Yellowstone. Man and Beast are getting along. But let's continue. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're already on the over. It doesn't. It's all house money, right? As yeah, they say yeah. in Vegas. It's As all... they say at UNL, UNLV Stadium, it's all house money now, Massey. Everyone's been paid out. Side bets are the only ones still alive. Everyone's got their money. Sleep tight at night knowing that you hit the over. All right. What is your good news of the week, trainer? You want my big one or little one first? Uh, I'm going to take your little one first. Save the big okay, one for cool. later. 
Um, so Kirby Smart, speaking of SEC, yes, and the the um, spiky shoulder pads, he backed the college football world championship quarterback Stetson Bennett, and then moments later, maybe days later, hours later, he inked a ten-year, hundred and twelve point five million dollar contract. Coincidence? No, he backed a stud quarterback company man. Okay, so you're rate, you're correlating you're correlating the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He says He beat Alabama. Stetson beat Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> fact, fact, fact. I actually saw uh, some highlights. Shove the fact on your throat. I saw some highlights from that game recently and I didn't realize Alabama was down 8 driving trying to drive the length of the field to tie it when that pick 6 happened. Uh-oh. Yeah. I just thought about that. I, was like, I got pretty lucky, you know. That's what I would say. Georgia got kind of lucky. Are you still rewatching that game? Are no, you doing no, okay? no, Are you no. doing okay? <laughs> no. Fine. Fine. Why do you ask? Why do you ask? Jeez. Get all nosy. What time, my what time at night was this? Can a, man, can a man just watch some highlights? Massey, come to bed. It's 4 a.m. No, we're down by 8. We can still do this. That was in January, Massey. Yeah. It's sometimes like that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yes, Kirby Smart is a rich man. He deserves it, and he always backs his quarterbacks. He's backed every single one of those mediocre quarterbacks that have come out of oh, Georgia. Ouch, and ouch. Somehow, sometimes they transfer and become number one draft picks. So stuff like that happens at Georgia, and stuff like that happens with Kirby Smart. It worked once. Congratulations. Your defense is going to take a step Ooh. back, and we're looking at a Tennessee team that might come in and beat you guys and claim the SEC East Conference title. What else? What was your big one? Uh, uh, but but George, the, the uh, a former Georgia quarterback just won the Super Bowl, Matt Stafford. So he was pretty good. Heard of him? <laughs> I thought you're gonna you were gonna say lost. fact. Kirby, Kirby Smart was not his. Kirby Smart was not his coach, but not only that, he lost. Uh, he lost the blackout game to Alabama by like 23 points, 35 to oh, 13 a, or something. What a dumb Dallas. They had no, Sean, they had no Sean Moreno and oh, AJ Green. Of, ever heard of him? Speaking of Dallas and Highland Park and dumbasses, um, the Cowboys are bringing back, this is my big good news, because this is more important than anything. They're bringing back their Thanksgiving Day retro throwback, stawback helmets for the Thanksgiving game against the Giants. So that's pretty pretty important. Um, What 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 is the... <laughs> I thought they had the same helmets. That's like telling me Penn State's going to get their original helmet. Are they, so they, they ever it, change? They're a little... It's Penn State. It's basically the Penn State helmet with a star on it. They're this like kind of white... Instead of the silver and navy blue, it's like a white um, Penn State, what am I say, eggshell white, like completely white helmet with like more of a old school star on it. Um, cool. Yeah, but I've been looking, I've been looking at this and I'm like, we talked about Sean Payton a little bit last week. Can I, can I interrupt you? The only helmet that I'm looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. is the, the white, uh, the white tiger for the Bengals. That one is pretty sweet. Yeah, that one's Not, What about dope. the Saints one? It looks like Gucci. It looks like a Gucci product. It it's like kind of weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it it's is. kind of dope though. Um, Cam Jordan's gonna so wreck people in it. Basically, like what I'm looking forward to <laughs> this season is going to that Giants Thanksgiving Day game. Hopefully, should we tank or should we be like tanking for Sean Payton this year? Like, should we do that or should we lose in the first round of the playoffs? The Cowboys, I mean, what's better? I don't think it matters. I think if you, lo- I think if you tank. It's Sean Payton, and if you are successful enough to to lose in the first round of the playoffs, then it hurts that just the same. What and okay. and you get Sean Payton regardless. What if that's the better route? What if there's another um, Urban Meyer situation and somebody grabs Sean Payton in between 
Fat Mike tanking and losing his job on like Sean January Payton, versus Sean November. Payton it probably has not drank away all of his money like Urban Meyer has. He's probably pretty financially sound. No, 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 I'm a saying little, I'm a saying little it. less randy and has kept yes. himself together and is probably going to hand pick the job that he wants and he can probably wait a year on Dallas. No, I didn't mean to offend you. You misunderstood me. I'm saying, what if there's another NFL team that has a Urban Meyer, a a fired during the middle of the season coach, and somebody says, "Ooh, Sean Payton's out there. Get him now before the Cowboys inevitably lose in the first round of the playoffs." And then oh, hire. I see. So you're saying at yeah. the beginning of the next round of the coaching cycle. I was not insulting Sean Payton. So just to clarify that. Yeah, you better watch out for my boys. I'll go <laughs> after you. I'll come after you. And by the way, uh, Julio Jones and Mark Ingram were teammates that bleep that beat Georgia in the blackout game. Oh, God, so. we're still on this. Um, final side note, I played at You're the golf course. The here. Golf course that Jerry Jones uh, infamously fired Tom Landry at in 1988. This last weekend, it was pretty fun. Yeah, what hole was that on? Was that at the turn? The it was the, the bar. Maybe. It the bar. No, yeah. it was the 19th hole. The old 19th at nine. No, it wasn't that. No, okay. All right, well. <laughs> Cool, man. Did you feel the energy? Did you feel did. it? Sorry, enough about me. Enough about my good news. Go for it. <laughs> no, my, my good news was uh, Miami retiring the turnover chain. Um, also, oh, you're going to love this. You're going to love mm-hmm. this. This is the best news you've heard all week. Josh Rosen is yes. showing up to Brown's uh, camp this month. God, they're loaded at quarterback now. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Jacoby Brissett, Joshua Ooh. Dobbs. Do you remember Joshua Dobbs? Uh, Josh Dobbs. He was the the best Tennessee quarterback since uh, before Hendon Hooker was their current quarterback. He was a quarterback, a bright spot in the Tennessee's just failure of the last 10 or 12 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Josh Dobbs now. Um, Was he on the Ravens before? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, So that's their QB room. Jacoby Brissett, Joshua Dobbs, and Josh Rosen. Too many many J's. Coming soon. Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe. We'll see. Oh, those, those are too many J's. Four J's. Josh, Jimmy, <laughs> Joshua, Jacoby. That's too much. That's going to give a, a football coach's head just an explode, give it an aneurysm. And then a guy in the judicious system, judicial system, judicial. Damn, that's right. That. No, you know no, what I mean. no. You know but what I mean. that was yeah. that had legs. Jud- yeah, legs. Judicial. <laughs> Land your playing ground. We have Josh Rosen, Jacoby Brissett, Joshua Dobbs, Jimmy Garoppolo, and one in the judicial sh- judicial system. Exactly. It's hard. Deshaun it's hard. Watson. Judicial word. system. Deshaun Watson. Judicial is my heart. Is my word. My judicial word. and Deshaun have the same the same Ooh. feel to him when it comes Just, to Deshaun. Yeah. Deshaun judicial. Oh boy, we spent way too much time. Okay, all right. That's the type of in-depth stuff you're going to get in July, ladies and gentlemen. All right, talk to me about your critical number of the week, trainer. Mine is $46.1 million. This is Kyler Murray's contract. That is per year. And guess what the Oakland A's, maybe soon to be New Orleans Athletics, we'll see, Massey, stay tuned. What? Um, I have to root for their, a baseball team? Guess what their annual payroll is? Forty mil. $41.9 million. That's awesome. That's gross. And he was and awesome. drafted by the A's, I believe. Yeah, in the baseball draft. So oh, there's a little correlation the there, too. irony. Oh, oh. Is Kyler Murray a no. better baseball player? I don't know. He's played three years in the league, and he's one of the richest quarterbacks ever. I mean, how long has Kyler Murray played in the league? I feel like every time we turn around, he has a new contract. He's played. Is this yeah, his first big whole, contract? Yeah, it's his first big contract. Okay, I just haven't been paying attention. 
he was on the rookie deal. Remember, he was he was getting mad and upset about being on the rookie deal, even though he pooped the bed in the playoffs. Oh, and he was also he was also getting upset that he didn't surround uh, anybody with him, and he's got the best receiver in the game. Yes, who's on who's on a leave of absence for steroids? What was it? Steroids. Weed. No, weed's legal now, right? Yeah, yeah, steroids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who ha- who has it? Who has it? Um, my critical number of the week was one hundred twelve million dollars. The the amount of which Kirby Smart Kirby Smart had God, signed we- for. What a cycle night! Um, I just stole that out of the air because you said it, and as previously mentioned, <laughs> I didn't write it down. So give me your stuck on this week. Oh, you had me, you had me. Yeah. So I had all right. So my other critical number was that was number twenty five is in the top twenty five. You want to save that for the end of the show? Actually, let her let her rip. Let her rip. Let her rip. Let's let's listen to a top twenty five that I can't stand until about week eight of the okay. thing. But I, I would go- love. Hey hey hey! I would oh, love oh, to disagree oh. with it. I would love to hear it and disagree with it. Don't because <laughs> I'm smart, being all cynical that I don't like the segment. I'm just saying what it is. And I'm stoked to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it claims to be the way too early to- ESPN affiliated top 25 FPI. What know. is FPI again? Football I don't even know what ESPN player is. index. Yeah, um, sure. So I did, I'm not going to bore the fans and you with the actual ranking one through 25. My biggest takeaways Notre Dame, who finished the season as number seven, lost the murder of Brian Kelly. They're now number five. So they've gotten better. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Miami and Texas are in the top 10. <laughs> I love yeah. clickbait. Utah, um, the rival in the Holy War to your BYU Cougars are number 13. All right. I don't, I, you like it? They're, yeah. they're flirting around there. I mean, Miami is overrated. Again, they think Van Dyke, who came in after injury and played the last six games, I think he won the last six games for Miami, but he was, I mean, they should well, be they beating new- teams. But then they got the coach. They got Cristobal now. That's why they're that's like. That's a good point. But I also the think the coach bump. The coach bump, which is so weird because the in the year ones of of every single coaching change struggle happens. Like they tell me where LSU is on that. They were number. I didn't write that down because I put counting Texas and OU. There's seven SEC teams in the top twelve, and LSU was in that top. 10 to 15 range. So they were like 10 or 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. Why would L- L- LSU was garbage last year? Like really stinking bad. That's a coach bomb. That's a coach bomb. I mean, Another that is a, but yeah. what is Brian Kelly going to do? Nothing. With, on his first year. It's so, I love it. I love it. Go ahead. LSU. Uh, OU is going through a coaching swap. Quentin Ewers hadn't taken yeah. a snap for Texas yet. Put what is, uh, what's his name? USC. The defensive coordinator for Clemson. Vrabel's. Verbals? Yeah. Gerbils? What's his name? Brian Vrabels? Vrabels, yeah, Vrabels. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember the coach's name. My bad. Oh, uh, Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's. Yeah, Pops. OU's coaching change. Yeah. I was like, you are putting my brain into a twist twister. Right? You just started like foaming out of your mouth, and I was like, is he okay? Is he trying to pronounce something? No, yeah, I was trying to pronounce uh, judi- ju- 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 judicial. Um, Kentucky's number 18. Uh-oh, watch out, Georgia, SEC East. Kentucky's getting a lot of hype. They're, uh, what's their quarterback's name? Kyle Trask? No, that's Florida's old one. Um, Anthony Davis? That's not him either. Um, I'll have to look <laughs> that up. I ha- I know who he is. Kyle something. Anyway, Kyle something. point is, he's he's getting a lot, a lot of attention for some reason. And I, I can't remember what he did as a QB. I don't think he was outstanding. Why did, what did they finish last year? 
they were threatening to win the uh, SEC East. They had like a couple of key games they had to win against, against like Tennessee or something, and they just didn't. Okay, they so they kind of were neck and neck with Georgia, and then they played Georgia head to head and probably got their brains beat brains in. And that was beat it. In. Yeah. yeah, Will Levis. Uh, who's it? What's his name? Will Levis. He puts mayo Will in his Levis. coffee. Never would have gotten that. Where did he transfer from? Because they're all transferring. I don't. Is he These homegrown? Kids. I don't know. Maybe uh, Pittsburgh. Speaking of homegrown, Pittsburgh is still in the top 20 despite losing Kenny Pickett. And their best wide receiver to USC. Are they, are they building something in and Pittsburgh? What's going on? No, it's all come crashing down. Their best receiver transferred to USC, and their offensive coordinator is now the offensive coordinator at Nebraska, uh, Mark Mark Whipple. So I don't Whip- think I don't think Pittsburgh Whipple. is up to anything. No, and the picture of <laughs> picture of Mark Whipple on Wikipedia is a picture of him and what was that guy's name? Josh Whedon on the Browns or you know what I'm talking about? The the, the Cowboys had him. Yeah, the quarterback. Him. He, John he was Whedon? A, Wasn't he a redhead? Yeah, redhead guy. He was the Browns quarterback coach in 2011 and 12, and that's what they chose for his profile pic. I love I love Wikipedia. People are just trolling him. It's great. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh, uh, now the not Heinz Field anymore. Is that going to be able yes. to be a thing? Acrisure, a Michigan how does this work? Michigan insurance company able to purchase and be the sponsor for the next 15 years of the Pittsburgh Steeler, Pittsburgh Panthers football stadium. Did you say the name? Acrisure? Acrisure. It's going to be called Acrisure Stadium. Yeah. People are pissed. Yeah. yeah. Heinz Field. I didn't even know it was Heinz Ketchup for a while. I thought it was like immortalized off of somebody named Heinz. You know what I mean? Heinz it has Ward? that. It, you thought it was yeah, Ward? yeah, I thought it was Heinz Ward Field. <laughs> no, no, it, but I'm I'm saying it it gets yeah, yeah, it yeah. gets the name. You, you know, it's uh, SoFi Stadium. You're like, what is that? Like some tech, right, right, yeah. Heinz Field well, was sure. so ingrained in my brain that yeah. I'd never thought of Heinz Ketchup when I heard Heinz Field. I heard Pittsburgh Stadium, the terrible towel. Well, they, they took down the exactly. They took down the the ketchup bottle today, like it was the falling of the Berlin Wall. It was like a huge deal. They should have just exploded it off the edge of the stadium, like they, like how they collapse stadiums, but they somehow mm-hmm. strategically let it fall ceremoniously into the parking lot. Oh, actually, speaking of which, that was used in the movie The Dark Knight Rises. Heinz Field collapses under Bane's bombing of Gotham's underground. And we're back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So time for my stuck on you. Ready? Do it. Follow me here. So you know how uh, all the pictures of Lake Powell or Lake Mead and it drying up? You've seen those pictures, and they're finding boats, and they're finding all this cool stuff. And they're now starting to find bodies stuffed in Uh old oil drums. Ooh. So uh, so I'm just telling you that all those people forget forget that the mob built Vegas— and I'm assuming all their dirty work, some of it ended up in the desert, and a lot of it ended up in these, what seemed to be at the time, bottomless lakes. Yes. Today, or maybe it was yesterday, a transformer or a uh, turbine blew up at the Hoover Dam. Are we? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? It's related to UNLV's slot machine? The slot machine? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it was the pizza man the whole time. Um, no, it was, it's the mob blowing up parts of the Hoover Dam to slow down the, uh, water receding so they can get their boys over there and dump them a little further in the lake, buy them some time. Oh. And that'll be good for the golf courses, right? Oh, don't get me started on the <laughs> desert golf courses, bro. I thought don't you were going to say it's there. a bunch of like spring breaker co-ed bodies at the bottom of Lake Powell. I'm kind of surprised by this mob related. I like it. Oh yeah. There's, 
there's even a tip line that's getting opened up for it. Some cold cases, like some old Ooh. detectives, like uh, what's his name off True Detective? Russ Cole. You? Russ Cole is getting cold back into the cold back into the office, and he's gonna be like, "It was dark, dark days back then. The mob read everything. Lawless town." That's what that's what I'm envisioning. Hopefully, and also, not only that. I bet you can't wait for the multi-episode crime series that's going to come out of this. I hope so. I hope it's on Netflix. And speaking of which, I think they're trying to write actually the script to True Detective season four right now. Maybe they've got something they need to like pivot to this storyline. Do it in real time. Yeah, definitely. There's a season three. Yeah, the one with yeah. You don't remember that one, the Arkansas one? No, didn't watch it. No, no, no. It's okay. It wasn't that great. It was okay. I love how all the really crappy stuff happens in the South on True Detective, <laughs> HBO in general. Um, so I thought that was super interesting. I thought it was very funny. Yes. Very funny coincidence. We're like, well, did the mob blow up the Hoover Dam? So they, But the Hoover Dam, don't worry. It's functioning. Vegas, you got your AC. This middle of July, you think Thank Vegas God. is going to go out of AC? No. It's Las Vegas, baby. All right, give me your quotes. That's question of the week, trainer. Um, oh, I had a suck on. What's that? If we have time. Yes. Mine's Charles Barkley possibly going to the booth for the LIV live tour. Yes, please. Does that mean no more NBA on TNT? Are we really going to lose him? Like, is Draymond now imminent to take over for Charles Barkley? Well, it's been imminent. It's been imminent for, and Charles Barkley has been very open about this. He said on, I think the Ryan Rosillo show, no, no free ads that he only has about two years, maybe, yeah, about two years left on his contract. He says he loves fishing and golfing, and that's all he wants to do. Now, you have to think that with that in mind, how strenuous his schedule is, you have to think, what if he only has to work eight weekends out of the year? There's only three rounds, and he gets, they quadruple his money like they've been doing with all these golfers. That would be something worth considering. Oh yeah, no no 24 faulting four days out of the year. No faulting Sir Charles for this at all. I'm just I'm just I'm faulting the potential audiences losing Charles Barkley on that show. I'm I'm thinking that TNT show is going to be garbage after Charles Barkley leaves. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some blowback in that. In It'll fact, fall apart. In fact, my quote of the week is Charles Barkley because he said something. Not only did he say something, he said something about the Live Tour and the rumors going around that he was getting targeted by the Live Tour. And this is really hard to read because you're going to have to take it in the context of how Charles Barkley's uh, talking. He's talking in the first person perfect, mid-perfect, some conjunction uh, thing that your English teacher taught you at one point. But he's quoting, this is a quote from Charles Barkley. I told Norman, listen, they're making up words like blood money and sports washing. I said, we all have taken blood money and we all have uh, sports washed something. So I didn't like those words, to be honest with you. Mm. It's like, Charles, you're famous for calling a spade a spade. Like you're taking blood money for the, what, what is, who owns the live tour public investment fund? Oh, that's is that Greg Norman's fund that's also supported financially, capital wise, by the Saudis? Is no, that I, that think, I think the I think the public investment fund is it owns the Newcastle Premier League team. Um, it's worth six hundred twenty billion dollars. I think it's just their coffers. I think it's just their yeah. coffers of Saudi Arabia and their and the ruling family, and they just kind of dish money where it is and. This is not going to make money. The Live Tour is not going to make money for how much money they're spending on it. Did you see their pictures of their private jet? Yes. It is so sweet looking. Looks well, like yeah, a. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so. They just, but they have so much money. What did you say? $620 billion? They can lose money on this tour 
until the heirs of the heirs of the families are dead. Like it's not, it's not well, ever going to matter. Gonna do it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're guaranteeing him like over an extended period of time, like $200 million over five year period or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's going to fold. Do you think they're going to receive every single cent of like the $150 million they're guaranteed? No, it's like... Like after yeah, two or three I'm, years, the Saudis going to be like, no, that kind of scrubbed our names clean of all the human rights violations we did. We're going to go back to business and be quiet over here until we need to do a large-scale terrorist attack on our country. Yeah, I like this. Mob, terrorist attacks, g- g- got a good show in July. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's break. That's breaking edge stuff right there. Just follow the wormhole. Follow the money, trainer. No, it is true. I mean, it's I. Yeah, I don't see how they're just they're going to put so much talent around this. I guess, but it's not going to be something that people are going to invest. Like, there's no there's not going to be any passion. There's no passion in playing these gimmicky rounds. There's nothing like really at stake. There's no history to it. Like, eventually, and, and yeah, the money part of it. It's like the NIL deals. Like, I feel like. With that Miami, is it Van Dyke the one? No, it's the other kid, the the younger kid who who just committed. Yeah, yeah. It's like, where is that? Is he going to see all of that money? Is he going to see half that money? Like, I just don't really understand. Like, it's like the live tour with the NIL. It kind of they're kind of one and the same. They're kind of paralleled in my book. That I mean, yeah. It's there are no rules right now, and the PGA is talking about banning their players for life. But if the live tour start uh, stopped tomorrow, they would take back. Dustin Johnson and uh, Steroid Boy and Brooks Kepka and um, who's who's the heel in golf right now? Listen Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau and the guy yep. that won the Masters that liked Imagine Dragons that stole from his teammates. That oh Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed, that loser. Yeah. yeah. So they would welcome them back immediately. The day yeah, the day that that tour folds. They're going to welcome them back, whether they scolded them or not. You're going to get a tough talking to, sir. Yeah, right. I make you millions of dollars. Just put me on TV and I'll hit golf balls. The only, I think the only organization that can spitefully uh, excommunicate them is the Masters. Augusta can do, they can play by the, or whatever, uh, march to the beat of their own drum. They can actually do something. They can be like, you're not allowed for even going overseas and taking this money in the first place, you're never allowed back at the masters again. They can do that, but the other three majors would still be at play for those players that came back from the live tour. This is a hypothetical, obviously. Yeah. I was about to say, if you want to talk about blood money or sports washing, you'd go no further than the masters. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. They're like, Oh, dirty money. What, what's wrong with that? You're like, okay, all right. Whatever y'all are doing down there in Augusta next to your strip malls. And there's a random oasis some money going around there. Um, I want to talk about your goat of the week, trainer. So I got a quote of the week first. You keep wanting to skip me, but I have been talking too much the show, so I understand. What what have I been paying? It's okay. It's okay. Uh, mine was um, we know in time Vanderbilt will be the best program in the country. Oh, this is just coaches talking to SEC media this days. Is good old two and ten coach of the Vanderbilt Commodores. That's the name of their team, right? Yep. Anchors down, baby. Clark Lee. I was wondering what country he's referring to. And is he talking about them in the SEC becoming the best program at some point? I love this coach talk at SEC Media Day. Well, one thing that's great about Vanderbilt is that everyone's like, well, they should change conferences. And they don't have enough football players that are currently to field an 11-on-11 scrimmage, I don't think. The the check they get from the SEC for all the other SEC teams doing well, mm-hmm. they're going to ride that check 
yes. until it becomes to a point where it's like, this is getting dangerous for your kids. You have to shut this down. So, yeah. I mean, until that point, Vanderbilt will field a football team. They will pay somebody probably a handsome, handsome reward to go out there. Bob, bobble his head a little bit and say, Commodore football is back. And then um, just Urban stink. Meyer? Just stink. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt is not an organization that's going to go after an Urban Meyer type. But do you think we brought we brought this up like Rutgers with the Big Ten and Vanderbilt with the SEC? Are these teams going to get, you know, pushed away for better programs that want to come join these mega conferences? Can well, they do right that? now there's no there's no limit on how big conference can be. There's no like that's that's true. You're going to have to make the cut of of fifty everybody teams. Needs a, everybody needs a homecoming game. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't that answer like. For the for them to like band together and say we're gonna make a lesser football programs school wise and we're gonna all play in that no one's gonna Rutgers n- nor Vanderbilt are gonna accept that style of paycheck when it comes to that when Georgia wins the national championship Vanderbilt gets six million bucks or whatever it is yeah yeah no I just mean can the SEC do they have the rights to or the ability kick to kick anybody out yeah like um, will, will that I don't know I don't know it's just something to think about like will Vanderbilt be the best I don't know. It's like one of those down the road. A lot of stuff has to happen. Yeah. And Greg Sankey, we'll talk about this in a little bit. Greg Sankey is a, is one of the bigger badasses when it comes to college football and, and who he is and how he handles things. So Greg Sankey wants Vanderbilt. He's probably going to keep Vanderbilt. True. SEC commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Trainer. Give me, don't you have one more? No, that was it. You don't have a, a quote or you don't have a question? No, no question. My my question is, can I, my question was, can I do my quote of the week? Oh, okay. All right. That's how you have to <laughs> tell me about your go to the week this week. Trainer Lisa Wilson. All right, go ahead. Okay. This is Zach Wilson's mom. Okay. All right. She's been the, the, uh, Zach Wilson's the Cougar, been in the news recently. Been in the, Yeah. She's been, um, or recently she's playing into the fun of who which one of my friends did zach have an intimate relationship with and she's basically gone on video and said eliminating one of the friends so far so i'm hoping she's kind of doing a weekly game show where she picks a new friend and says it's not this one either really yeah she's she's loving it it's pretty funny oh (laughs) that's what it's like in their family (laughs) oh Say hello to my stepsis. Um, <laughs> just oh man, this is great. Good for her. Get your fifteen I know, minutes. Fun. Get yeah. your fifteen minutes. Which one of my friends did my son? <laughs> but does my son know better than all my other Participate friends? Participate with. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. It, maybe she just thinks it's so outlandish, which it is. It was basically yes. a oh, what do you say? A comment on, on a comment in the comment sections of Twitter. And it's turned into a national media frenzy, and it's hilarious. And just let, so you know, like Zach Wilson's a pretty handsome, young-looking guy. Never knew what he looked oh, like. Couldn't Disney, the Disney adorable. Disney adorable. Disney, yeah, Disney adorable, which makes uh, you know, makes his feat of uh, athleticism pretty uh, pretty cool. You're just like, yeah. all right, dork. I mean, he's not dork. He's kind of handsome. Uh, <laughs> Zach he's Wilson's a, mom. A- What's her name? Lisa Wilson. Lisa, Lisa Wilson. Shout Wilson. out to you. You are trainer's goat of the week. My goat of the yeah. week. Are you ready, trainer? I'm ready. SEC media days. I think we should go through some of this. 
Yes, and I hit, I hit on this. This that, that Vanderbilt quote came from SEC Media Day, correct? Yeah, probably. And the big yeah. the big headline going into the weekend was the Jimbo Nick Saban beef, but oh. they were pretty quick to squash it, and they all. It was a great coach coach speak response. He said, well, we're both West Virginians. What did Jimbo say? I have it written down here. He says, that's the people of West Virginia. What comes out, comes out, and you move on. So that's Jimbo what, and Nick are both from West Virginia? Yeah, oh, yeah. West Virginians. Oh. And you know yeah. what? You know those West Virginians. We kind of speak our mind and move, move about our day. It's like, okay, well, I don't know anybody from West Virginia, so if you say so. <laughs> My dad was, but he wasn't part of this Hatfield-McCoy situation we got going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little difference between some West Virginians and maybe some other hillbilly uh, blood blood feud West Virginians. I mean, is there an old Fisher Saban blood feud in West Virginia in the state? We just never know because nobody knows anything about West Virginia. That's I mean, yeah, hell, might be something there. There there could be something there. Um, also, Brian Harson has some quotes. Do you know who this guy is? Brian Harson, I do not. He's the dead man walking that coaches Auburn. Oh oh, nice. Yeah, so Auburn, uh, Auburn, uh, Auburn ranked number eleven in the in the uh, preseason poll. No, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, fact. Uh, a small village of people have left Auburn since Brian Harson. <laughs> his his both his coordinators left him. Still projected to have a great season, Massey. Um, that just shook, that just shook me to the core. But I remember <laughs> Brian Harson. Um. Do you remember the eight days in February that Brian Harson was making headlines with yes with I his do. affair because of that internal coup that happened as like the Auburn boosters all got together and tried to find an affair or find some reason how he was going to breach his contract? What did he What did he do again? They were trying to dig Ab- up that he had an affair. No, he did absolutely nothing. Oh, some he did like, nothing wrong. Some like rising intern in his office that followed him from Boise State just got absolutely drug on the internet one day she just woke up and her name was all over the internet like uh what is going on and they're like they tried to connect the two and then it all out failed like under sec investigation they're like this is all false and auburn boosters had to be like our bad i guess you can stay so brian harson don't forget about him auburn (laughs) is going to be a train wreck always good to report preseason auburn train wreck they're going to be a ghost of themselves this year so there was absolutely no smoke. There was no Houston Texans uh, legal claims being settled no. over this Brian Harson and his Boise State. There Bronco was no love. Vince. Okay. Big, there was no Vince McMahon no Vince. quiet gotcha. payments. Like okay. there was nothing, and they got him hmm. with nothing. Um, so that was a good check in with Auburn football. Lane Kiffin. Oh, perfect. He did, he made exhibit a little, B. Yeah, he made a little bit of some ripples that went through. Uh, the sports the sports waves but uh, you know lane kiffin is lane kiffin and he said uh he likened the nil so this is we're we're talking nil here with lane kiffin just to paraphrase what he said is that nil is kind of like the baseball like the payroll and baseball the richest teams wins the most and once y'all legalized cheating it became a feeding frenzy and this is what you got it is what it is is he is he trying to make excuses for Ole Miss football not beating Alabama already? Is that kind of what he's going at? I don't know. I think he's just calling out because Ole Miss probably doesn't have a good system of NIL. You right, know? right, yeah. They had some bag men, but they don't have the network that Texas A&M and Alabama and Miami and Ohio State have. Yeah, so he's saying he's the Oakland A's of the NIL world. Yeah, he's Ole the Oakland Misses. A's of the okay. SEC West. He's like I feel really bad pretty good him. at times. Yeah, tough. <laughs> it must be tough to be in the lane. 
on conference realignment, he took a shot at the Big Ten, old Lane Kiffin. Oh, he said UCLA. A yeah, he said UCLA and the USC don't have that big of a jump to get to the in the Big Ten to be competitive in the Big Ten. Oh, interesting. He's showing love to his old school. Yeah, and he said Texas and OU have a huge hurdle because it just means oh. just because it just means more. He's quoted as it just means more. <laughs> SEC. Do you know that commercial? I quoted that to my brother the other day, and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, it is that just a, means is that like more. The new commercial for Ford Motors? Like, what is that? It's like a two-year-old commercial for the SEC sports. Oh it's, oh, it's actually SEC related. I thought it was some cheesy commercial for a car. It just means more. Dodge, it just means more. I mean, <laughs> it is, it's the same thing. I mean, if you yeah. watch a Dodge commercial and you overlapped it with the SEC commercial... <laughs> You probably wouldn't be able to tell a difference besides when they started talking about like the volume of the engine. It's a two, it's a six point two liter. They'd be like, wait, what? The um, Chevy, the Chevy Avalanche. It just means more. That's right. That's right. Hop in. That's right. Um. All right. The most interesting thing we talked about Greg Sankey earlier. The most interesting mm-hmm. thing that came out of SEC media days, I believe, and this is worth discussing because it has to do with college football playoff expansion. Now, mm-hmm. talks of that have settled down quite a bit. And when Greg Sankey was asked about the structure of the expansion of what seems to be the inevitable college football playoff, Greg Sankey vehemently said he does not want an eight-team playoff with a five-team automatic bid with three at large, right? So the yeah. five automatic bids would be the highest-ranked conference champions. Right. In a scenario, he dismissed all of that. Because in the scenario that he likes is having a 12 college football playoff with only a handful of bit automatic bids, which hasn't been made clear on how they would be made automatic, and much more at large bids. So what does that mean? That means he wants a lot of SEC teams to be invited into the college football playoff. If you have 12 teams, he's not mm-hmm. going to take an automatic qualifier that's ranked number 10 in the country that just won the AAC title to okay. be in the playoff. You. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. If, if, yeah, he's saying that, well, I mean, yeah, these the pack 12, conference... yeah. The, the eight and four pack 12 champion is not going to get into right. the college football playoff automatically. They could get an at large bit, which leads me to give a glimmer of hope for college football fans. Maybe this just gets better. Maybe there's just bigger, better matchups when it comes to the bowl games. Maybe we're going to have a college football playoff where we're going to see, like, Wisconsin play. Like, Wisconsin always finishes top somewhere in the top, what do you want to say, like six to, six to ten? Oh, Watch, you say, yeah, they always, like, top four in the Big Ten. Yeah, like, like yeah. just let Michigan, or uh, they won last year, so that's a bad example. But let's, let's live uh, Penn State play freaking Utah. In the in the playoffs, let's let right. Let's let LSU, Texas A and M, who finished fifth last year, Texas A and M to play another team. Like it, it just opens up the door to us over the holidays as football fans watching bigger matchups. And I'm I'm kind of like, okay, all right, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see a world where the playoff is expanded and things are better. And like what you're saying completely makes sense. The only problem is if the SEC is dominant in the amount of, or they are dominant in the number of teams that come from that specific conference, what will the actual regular season games matter? 
Well, everybody's going to be jockeying for position, right? Everybody's right. going to be going if if there are at large bids, bids. It's going to be like the NCAA basketball tournament. We're going to have to turn in a resume. Everybody thinks resume arguing is going to be over. I think it's only going to be heated because it's going to okay. expand between yeah. who is number three and four to who is number. I mean, they're gonna we're going to start looking at games according to seeding. Maybe a team's so good they're definitely in the top five. They play. Number one, Georgia Bulldogs. Let's say the uh, Gators are playing the Bulldogs in the biggest cocktail hour on earth or whatever it's called. And if Georgia loses, it'll affect their seed, knock them down. And if and if Florida wins, it'll bring them up. So the, the discussion will only expand. More teams will sit outside of the uh, at 13, 14, 15, 16 and wonder why they're not in. And then we'll play the one versus the 12 seed. Yeah. And they will get absolutely annihilated and we'll say this is boring wah 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 but who cares who cares i want to see georgia pummel the iowa state cyclones when they're having a good year you know it would be great yeah or or uh sec east notre dame goes undefeated and they're the one seed and they lose to utah in the first round and utah's the 12 seed or byu sorry byu you really like my BYU take. You're on board. I do. Well, I'm just it. saying. I just it you was just throwing, like, throwing, you just like some my... dirt at Notre Dame. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, Notre Dame could be a Notre Dame could be obviously Georgia, Alabama. They're a one seed or Ohio State. They're not Oklahoma. They're not losing a one seed as a one seed to a twelve seed. I can see Notre Dame doing that. So there's hope for that in, in the future. A little parody. All right. See. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to get glass half full. Yeah, I like it. It definitely affects the the programs like UVA where there's like. How significant is the Michelin Tire Bowl going to be when there's six playoff football games going on? I guess, yeah, four was it, and then what, was it be before those? <laughs> I mean, well, even with even with three playoff games, was it really important? Was it? <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, yes. So Greg Sankey and Greg Sankey gets that that guy gets what he wants. All right, trainer. That's all. That's that's all I got. We we ran no, through no, all no, that we, news. We, what what? We got 14 minutes left. We're going to do what to look for, what to look forward to in the second half of baseball. Um, no, um, sports fans. Oh. I'm sorry, that didn't say 46. That says 56. Sports fans, we got to go. That is all the time we have. Download our podcast again. This is our radio show. It gets turned into a podcast. Download it wherever podcasts are available. We are Two Town Sports Talk. All right, that's it. And that's all. <laughs>